Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome to season two of Cambridge Islamic College's podcast, the Tafsir of Surah Kaf. How can we prefer the afterlife over this life? How can we prefer faith over materialism? Sheikh Akram's Tafsir of Surah Al-Kaf explores this in the light of the Quran, the challenging issues of the modern times, and what guidance we can get from this surah to find a solution. <laughs> وما نوصل المرسلين إلا مبشرين ومنذرين. Before I explain these verses, I want to actually make things clear, which was raised a question in last session. You know, actually whenever I I see the people use the Quran to cure someone or to use for medical purpose, really it hurts my heart so much. You know, what can I imagine? Because I really believe the Quran has come to save us from the hellfire, has come to actually solve our Pardon? Yeah. Okay. As I mentioned, you know, understand properly what is the purpose of the Quran is. The Quran has come to guide you, to save you from the hellfire, to make you nearer to Allah Taala. The purpose of the Quran never, never has been that you know to cure your illnesses. No, the Quran actually has baraka for anything, but that never has been purpose. This really very bad in minor and disrespect of the Quran. That people use the Quran for something lower purpose. They have a medical problem, they read the Quran. The Prophet never misused Quran like that. Whenever he used to have a medical problem, he used to go to doctors. His companions and actually Muslims in the world, they developed the medical science so much. If you read really the history of medical science in Islam, you can see how much they have developed all the time. That they understand properly that when you have a medical problem, you know, go to you know, go, go, go to, to those who are specialists. Quran has come to guide you. To teach you how to live on the face of the earth as a human being, as a slave of Allah Taala, how to save yourself from the hellfire, you know how to make a good human being. That part of the Quran. We don't use Quran for that purpose. What we do actually is, when somebody has health problem, we read the Quran. And when people have developed so many ideas. If you somebody has headache, read this one. Somebody has got a stomach problem, read this one. You know, Quran has come to cure your stomach and your head. Quran has come to save you from the hellfire. Try to understand. For that purpose, we don't need the Quran. For the headache, do you need the Quran? Before the Quran, people used to have a headache and they used to have cure. Quran was not revealed for headache and for, for a stomach problem. That is a problem which people can be cured by without Quran. Quran is not needed for that purpose. Quran has come for high purpose. You know, guidance to try to understand, respect the Quran properly. And understand that how this world works. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has made the world on certain procedures. Follow the procedure properly. Use your eye properly. Use your mind properly. Thinking properly. Human experience properly. You know, for, as far you know, when you are hungry, what happens if somebody does not have children? Do you think if he reads Quran, he will have children? No, he has to marry. If somebody comes to you and you know, I say, tell, tell me any dua from the Quran. I can read and have child. And I don't have any wife, but you know, I just make a dua for me. Tell me, is it going to work? Is Quran going to give a child? This procedure, if you want to have children, this procedure, marry. And then after that, trust in Allah. Even marriage will not be enough. But that's a, you have to follow the procedure. If you have got a medical problem, the procedure is to go to doctor. And then trust in Allah Taala. Going to doctor will not help you. Allah will help you. But you have to follow the procedure. If you are hungry, procedure is to eat. And eating will not help you unless Allah wants. Allah will help you, but you have to follow the procedure properly. Try to understand. If you follow up, if you don't, there is problem. People will say, "See, you use your eye," and then Allah will help you. Try to understand this thing properly. You know the Quran. Respect the Quran. 
डोंट मिस यूज द कुरान कुरान नेवर हैज़ कम टू क्योर पीपल्स इन हेल्थ प्रॉब्लम दैट नॉट पर्पज द कुरान इट नॉट अ बुक ऑफ हेल्थ इट इज़ बुक ऑफ द गाइडनेस टू टीच यू हाउ टू लिव ऑन द फेस ऑफ दैट एज ह्यूमन बींग एज सरफ अल्लाज टू बी हाउ टू बी बिलीवर एंड हाउ टू बी मुस्लिम इन स्टोरीज ऑफ इब्राहिम अल्लाम मूसा अल्लाम कुरान सत इब्राहिम द कुरान थिंक प्रॉपरली वट इब्राहिम वट इब्राहिम वट इब्राहिम डज वट इज स्टोरी ऑफ मूसा इस्लाम इन द कुरान वट इज स्टोरी ऑफ ईसा इस्लाम इन द कुरान थिंक प्रॉपरली इवन द प्रॉफ मोहम्मद सल्लाम वट ही डज वेन पीपल हैव मेडिकल प्रॉब्लम देन ही प्रस्क्राइब समथिंग एल्स एंड ही आस्क दम टू गो टू डॉक्टर्स एंड देर मुस्लिम थ्रू आउट द सेंचुरी दे ऑलवेज है बीन इन अ वेरी गुड इन मेडिकल साइंस एंड ऑलवेज है बीन हेल्पिंग फॉर दैट to try to understand whenever you have problem follow the procedure properly and don't, don't but if you have problem misguidance then come to the quran if you want to be near to allah subhanahu wa taala come to the quran if you want you know to get paradise come to the quran if you want to save from the fire of hell then come to the quran but don't listen to these raqib they are misusing the quran it is so much hurting and think really if this is the purpose then in muslim world nobody should be in because muslims have got quran For any illness, if you read the Quran, it helps you. Then Muslims should never fall ill. But it never happens. And Muslims should read Fatiha in every prayer anyway. Every day, how many times you read Fatiha? And people say Fatiha is cure for every illness. If Fatiha is cure for every illness, from every illness, then Muslims should not be ill anyway because they read Fatiha every time. So this is very important to understand. Don't misuse the Quran. Respect the Quran properly. Book of Allah, guidance from Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. It wants to teach you how to live on the face of that as a believer, as a slave of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. And and when you have any human problem, then do as people behave. Behave like the people. Don't be different from the people. In this matter, Allah never make any difference between believers and believers. Except one difference: believers follow the procedure, but they trust in Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. And unbelievers they follow the procedure and they trust in the procedure. Their difference is there. Believers do everything, but what they do, they trust in Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. They eat, but they trust in Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. They go to doctors, but they trust in Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Unbelievers they trust their own in their own procedure. So that difference, no doubt, always will remain. And especially our wise people, wherever you live, don't go to any raqi. You call raqi here in India. We call amil. Don't go to any raqi. Don't go to any amil. Very often, going to these people can become like shirk. And it can come take away iman from you, or at least it can damage your iman. You know, always come to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. When you have problem, ask Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala to help you, and then follow the procedure. Whenever any problem in life, ask Allah alone. Don't go to these people. Ask Allah alone. Ask Him to help you, and then follow the His procedure. And Allah will help you. And you can see whenever there is more ignorance, there is more raqi in Muslim world. Wherever ignorance people are, and and people go to raqi, still they have problems. Actually, their problems keep increasing. Another raqi, you know, make the problem less. If raqis can solve the problem, then all the hospitals in the world they will close down. Nobody will go to a doctor. They will go to raqi. But why raqi are only successful among the weak people, among the ignorant people? No learned person, nobody with good knowledge ever goes to a raqi. While actually every learned person go to doctor, but they don't go to raqi. Raqi are only successful with ignorant people. With the people who actually have, you know, superficial belief, they don't believe in Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala properly. They are the people who go to Raqi. But otherwise, people of knowledge, people of piety, fear of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, any knowledge, they don't go to Raqi. You can see all the time in the history of Islam, there was no Raqi in the time of the Prophet. People were not Raqi. You don't have any professional Raqi. 
if anybody has to read the Quran, they read it themselves. So that must keep in mind very clearly. The Quran was not revealed to become a shop of you know, medical treatment. Not for that purpose really. The Quran has been revealed for a higher purpose, for a bigger purpose. To cure, cure your heart, to cure your mind, to guide you to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to make you pious, to make you a God-fearing person, to give you paradise and to save you from the hellfire. That is the main thing. And that's why the Quran has come. So this thing actually, you know, I've been teaching so long, but I still, I think, you know, things have clear so much unclear in the mind of the people. Uh, and I, I really, whenever I see anybody uses the Quran to, for medical treatment, it really hurts my heart so much. I think that this book is so nice, great book. And now people misuse it. And they read it for, for the medical problem. And the real problem they have forgotten. The book has come to not only to treat your problem, treat doctors as well. It is to guide scientists and everybody. It is a book for everybody on the face of the to, to guide them. Not only for ill people. You know, you don't make a book of ill people. It is a book of the healthy people and ill people. Book of the people who are patient and a book of the doctors. Everybody has to come to this book. This book is good to guide for every, every single person. Now the Quran says, al illa They don't understand why the messengers come. Because same thing. You are asking the messenger to bring punishment. Do messengers come to bring punishment? You know, the uh, Quraysh people have been asking, bring punishment, bring the, you know, some, some kinds of warning that you have saying. Allah said, no, my sons just don't come for that purpose. My sons just don't come to bring punishment. My sons just don't come to, you know, to, to bring problem for the people. They come to solve the problem. They come as a warner. They come as people of good tidings. We don't send messengers to their respond to your call for adab. They don't come for that purpose. They don't bring punishment. They don't bring adab. What they do? They, good, they bring good news. That is what Quran has come. Quran has, is a book of good news and warning. Quran is the book of tabshir and indar. The Prophet Muhammad is not a doctor. He is not a medical doctor. He is what? He is mubashir and mundir. He has come to give you good tidings and he has come to warn you. For everybody, same thing. And that is one of the things I like very nicely. He said that two types of sunnah. Many people say, Sunnatul Huda and Sunnatul Ada. Sunnatul Huda are those sunnah for which the Prophet has been sent as a messenger to guide the people. So he teaches people how to pray, how to fast, zakat and hajj, eat with the right hand, make halal and haram, and all that is Sunnatul Huda. This is the purpose for which every messenger has been sent. There is Sunnatul Ada. Sunnatul Ada are those things which messengers do, but not as a messenger, as a human being, or an Arab, or something like that. So the Prophet is a human being, he eats and drinks. So, you know, he's, he, what he does as a human being, there's no reward in that. You know, whether you follow or don't follow, it doesn't matter. What he does as an Arab, for example, he taught us what is haram in the food and what is halal. If you follow him that, you get reward. Because that's what he came. He came to tell you what is halal and what is haram. It is Sunnatul Huda. But among the halal food, how to cook it and how to make it, he follows his culture, you follow your culture. He used to love Farid, Farid nice food, but it, you know, Farid halal, so because it's halal, it is Sunnatul Huda. But Farid Arab food, Arab people used to like it, it is Sunnatul Ada. It is Arab custom, Arab culture. You know, people don't need to eat Farid. If you eat your own food, Indian people love their own food, everybody like in the Asian people of the Chinese have their own food, there is no harm. As long as they follow halal haram properly, if they have their own food, that's fine. It is Sunnah. You don't need to use, eat Farid. Sarid actually is Sunnah of the Ada. Similarly, 
the prophet sallallahu has some medical treatment those medical treatment they are not from guides sunnah al huda they are sunnah of arab people arab people when they used to have medical problem they used to use those things, those method and the prophet sallallahu followed the same procedure as arab people used to do if you follow that that's sunnah al huda sunnah al huda you don't need to follow that for example if you live in this country you can follow clearly the medical you know uh, you know treatment of this country you can go medical doctor sir you don't need to follow prophetic medicine because those medicine has been used by the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam as being an arab not as a prophet you know the, so and considering it was good for those people but not necessarily for everybody so that is sunnatul adha that is what the writes very clearly all these medical treatment food things they are sunnatul adha the prophet did because he belonged to certain community for example, the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam when he sleep in the night sometimes he used to tell stories to his wives and once he told the story of 11 women very long story sahih bukhari you know hadith of umar zarqa and you know very very long very interesting story so now you think eh, telling the, this story of 11 women is sunnah and then you tell your wife she will not listen to you and then you become angry that you are telling the hadith and you don't listen not hadith that story the prophet told because it is a story of arab people arab liked it maybe your wife does not like you have to tell her a story which she likes not the story that the prophet sallam liked because that was the story of arab people not a story of another arab people to try to understand properly in the sun in the in the life of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam there are many things he did as an arab he did something as a human being and certainly he did many many things as a prophet and messenger whatever he did as a prophet and messenger that is where you need to follow him properly and if you follow him you get reward and if you did not follow him you know sometimes you can get sin because he has come to teach you that that matter so that should be very clear the quran has come to guide you take the guidance from the quran it is clear a book of the guidance to save you from the hell fire it is obligatory on the all mankind to take the guidance from the quran it is not the book of medical treatment you know whether people read fatha for medical illness or don't read doesn't make any difference uh, you know what actually makes clearly is surah fatha must be read in, in in the prayer you know it is book it is main main part of the quran you know take the guidance from it try to understand it try to learn it properly so you know this thing must be clear in mind why, why the prophet came and why the quran has come keep the purpose and function of these things properly clear in mind you will be guided otherwise it will be like the misuse of the quran now quran actually people writing book about this matter ruqya from the quran tell me really is it really respect for allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did allah send this great book for ruqya you know when i heard the word ruqya really it because so so is so bad really you know one cannot imagine in the quran such a great book and people use faruqiya that there were purpose of quran is you know quran has come you know, to raise you not to go, make you lower ruqiya is to make you lower you know, think you know why quran has come you know do you think abu bakr siddiq made ruqiya did he make a shop faruqiya ruqiya or quraniya did he make like that did he write a book on ruqiya quraniya he never did like that quran came to move them to make them active to allah said wa ma nursil wal mursalin illa mubashshirin wa munzirin don't ask messengers punishment don't ask them this and that messengers have come only for one purpose to give good tidings and to warn you if you follow iman islam properly they have good tidings for you that you go to paradise and if you don't follow they will warn you that there is hell fire that what they have come but the people who don't don't want to follow them wal quran wa yujadilu alladhina kafaru bil batil and those who are unbelievers they want to argue 
they want to you know just make a, a discussion and quarrel with the prophets by what by false they make a, this argument that argument nothing to do that i can see all the sectarian problem in islam happen when when people really did not respect quran properly when something is become more important there were one, one of the problems shaitan is shaitan makes you sometimes shaitan deceives the people the knowledge you know by by their knowledge to you know he makes in their mind that you are more knowledgeable you know you you know you and make them arrogant so then what happens then the thing the way i understand it my understanding must be better to so i make aqeedah this is my aqeedah now you make your aqeedah and then we keep fighting all the time actually one of the biggest problem happening in muslim world is that this question whether quran is created or not created this question this question no doubt is stupid question but you know shaitan raised it and abu yusuf rahimullah ta'ala narrates him abu yusuf is to abu hanifa rahimullah ta'ala he said that abu hanifa went for hajj rahimullah ta'ala and when i was in the circle learning somebody asked somebody came and asked the question what is the quran is created or not created abu yusuf said he said we don't know we never had this question and our teacher has gone for hajj or for umrah when he comes back they will ask him and they'll tell you and they did not answer it when abu hanifa rahimullah came they received him outside the kufa and abu hanifa could see from their faces how scared they are to abu hanifa rahimullah asked him why you are so scared this in your absence there was a question came to us the question was whether the quran is created or not created abu hanifa became worried he became concerned scared he said did you answer the question they said we said no we did not answer question we said we are waiting for our teacher to come abu hanifa rahimullah said now my fear is this question once it has been raised it will, will not leave the people until they fight this umma will fight this question will make them fight unnecessary question really this question was never raised by by good people abu bakr siddiq umar al faruq they are much more in religion than us they never raised this question this question islam never has been raised by the good people has been raised by some people who wanted to have fitna and they think they have knowledge and then the mere question mere really muslim what to fight for so many centuries around that question there are many many questions like that really about qadar about this thing the allah has hand what hand means hand means hand but no what hand means i don't understand tell me what hand means it unnecessary problem <coughs> people kept <coughs> somebody asked imam ibn ayyan rahimullah taala we read hand all those things what they mean he said no arab uh, people who know arabic language they read the quran they know what it means don't tell anything people know what it means this is right actually when the quran comes you know get the guidance from the quran don't ask you know those questions those questions will mislead the people but those who are unbelievers they always have falsehood to quran to wajadil ladina kafaru bil batil unbelievers they argue they fight by what by falsehood they bring false things things which have nothing to do no benefit no benefit thing really is when people say what is destiny what is qadr tell me is going to help you if you get the answer of this question is going to help you you know one one of the khalifa asked umar ibn dar umar ibn dar was great teacher preacher of kufa he asked him what qadr about the destiny to umar ibn dar said to him that i am busy with something you know which is more important for me than this question khalifa asked what what occupies your mind you know and keeping away from this question he said i am more busy about uh, you know about uh, a night which will bring the morning of the day of judgment that night is more frightening to me be a judgment think about your own thing really that really matter that whether you have power or not 
what really matters is whether you are pious or not, whether you obey your Lord or not. Believers don't don't worship, don't don't discuss this. Believers discuss one thing. No, we are slaves of Allah. If Allah commands, we must obey Him. If Allah forbids, we must stop. They don't 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 argue about other. You know, it Allah Subhanahu wa Taala secret. They don't, they don't discuss this thing. But when the problem happens, people discuss these things. There are Quran says those who are unbelievers, they make an argument for bad thing. All of it, you know, those are things which are false, unnecessarily useless thing. They keep making these questions. Why? They use the hadoobahil haqqa. So by that false argument, they can make the truth to fall down. The hada means to slip. Why they make false argument? Because by the false argument, their purpose is to make the truth to fall down to slip. That's what they do. Because you know, when people listen to the truth, they can be guided. These people come and they ask these questions. So then people start arguing and discussing and discussion a real thing gone. A real question is gone. Quran came really to guide people to save them from the hellfire. But now the question is whether the Quran is created or not created. This question occupied the mind and real purpose is gone. Then actually few generations of Islam, the only thing everywhere in Baghdad, in Basra, in Kufa, only discussion find in the mosques whether Quran is created or not created. The only discussion. Why? Then they make you away from your purpose. Always force argument. They really occupy your mind and discussion and time, and then real thing is gone. The Quran said they are, and these people are believers. They argue with the falsehood. Always in their question will be something false. They will bring those, those false things. False things can be useless. Things which are not used, no purpose behind it. Why? Leave the hadu bilhaqa, so they can make the truth to sleep. So nobody interested in truth. Now it becomes more fashion to talk about Quran is created or not created. That becomes more fashion. You can see every time there's some fashion. Like in our time, the fashion is the you know, theory of evolution and this and that. And people keep asking the question. The real purpose of the Quran is gone. Now people are more busy about these matters. The Quran says what? They should be interested in my verses. Quran. They should discuss the Quran. They should understand the Quran. They should be worried about the warning. No. About that, they make mockery. Their own stupid question, they become interested. They discuss them. They make a lot of discussion. But real thing, the Quran, a real thing, what they have been warned, they make it mockery. آياتي وما and they have made my verses and what they have been warned of, they have made them what? Mockery. This love. Make him love. If you mention the Quran, piety, fear of Allah, paradise, far of hell, they love. But you discuss with them without you know, whether people are free or forced or they have power. Do people do things because they have choice or they are forced? They love this question and they discuss Jews, Christians, Muslims, everybody. All the time they keep discussing do we have any choice or don't have. When it comes to earn money, they don't discuss. Then they earn money. They make effort. When it comes to the religion, that is the time they say, oh, if Allah SWT wrote down every single thing, why we pray anyway? You know, if he has written down that we are in the fire, hellfire, nobody can save us. And if he has written down that we are in paradise, nobody can harm us. So why we should worry, worry anyway? Same people, when they come to worldly matters, earning money, then they don't rely on taqdeer. Then they don't, they make effort and they earn money. The Quran is saying that these people, they use their false argument. Why? To make the full truth to fall down, to slip. And they make my signs, my verses, and whatever they have been warned, either mockery. They laugh at that. They don't, they are not concerned. Quran has come to teach you. The warning of the Quran, they are serious.
Hell fire is not a joke. Hell fire is so more serious than anybody on the face of the earth. You know, since Allah has created, it is so frightening. You know, it is not something you know. You know, you people are so much interested, so much you know, worried about poverty, about this problem and that problem. All the problems on the face of the earth, they can disappear. And the, when you die, you they finish anyway. But the problem of the hellfire never, never can finish. Death can never end it. It is not that you die and hellfire is finished. Hellfire will remain all the time. Hellfire, if we, it is a punishment which has no end. If people die as an unbeliever, no cure for that. Any, if you have bad headache, there is cure for that. You know, if you have a stomach problem, there is cure for that. If you have any problem in this world, there is a cure for that. If there is no cure, at, at least you will die and death will cure it. But hellfire, no, no cure for that. Nothing. Really. Nobody can cure it. It is not that you die. There is no death. Quran said, you know, they, lie, they will never live there. There is no life and no death in the hellfire. It really life worse than death. And people are going to die. That is real problem. That was Quran was warning you. The Quran has come for that warning. That's why all the messengers and all the prophets came to warn you against the hellfire. And that does not matter to us. What we want to discuss is something else rather than the Quran. Quran says, وَمَنْ أَظْلَمُ مِمَّنْ ذُكْرَ بِآيَاتِ رَبِّهِ فَأَعْرَضَ عَنْهَا Who can be more wicked, more wrongdoer, more unjust than those people who are reminded of the verses of their Lord? The messengers come and remind them about the Quran, about the revelation, about the hellfire, about the paradise. The verses have come. But what they do? فَأَعْرَضَ عَنْهَا They turn away from them. Who can be more wicked? Who is more wicked? Who is more wrongdoer? Who is more unjust than those who are reminded of the verses, the signs of their Lord? فَأَعْرَضَ And they turn away from them. They don't listen to them. That's not an interesting point. You know, if you make stories, for example, if I tell you stories of jinn in the world, so interesting. Everybody will love it. If you keep telling, people love the story. You tell about Allah, nobody interested. Allah's power is not important. Jinn power is more important. If you, you know, people are seeing, even if people make like, you know, why people like this book, Al-Fulayla wa Layla. Because in Arabic story, Arab tales, it all these, you know, things, stories. People love those things. Because, you know, those stories, that what matters to them. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please support us so we can continue to bring you world-class content at www.cambridgeislamiccollege.org forward slash donate. And please don't forget to subscribe to deepdean.tv for more Islamic studies content in HD videos. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.